Welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast. This is episode 599, My Solo Rent. The people we discriminate against in our public policies and in our culture are also the groups of people most likely to be bullied at school. That is not a coincidence. That's hate. And that is a quote by Sally Coyne. G'day guys, welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. My name is Lee Martin Lutze, the host of the show. Here today guys, I am talking about hate. Every week I get to talk on a topic that I'm passionate about, that I'm curious about, and in doing so I get to express something that may inspire you, may educate you, may assist you to go out there and live your life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. That's what it's all about here at the Hidden Why podcast for me. Guys, this thought's been inspired by a few events that have happened in my life recently. Also, it has been inspired by a TED Talk that I've recently watched by Sally Cohn. She's the author of The Opposite of Hate, and she's going to be a feature guest here on the show very, very soon. Guys, it's a tremendous topic. Hate is everywhere. It's in our culture. It's in our blood. And if we wish to overcome hate, then we best understand it. So that is what I am going to attempt to do here today. Guys, just a reminder also that I have a book coming out this year at some stage. I was hoping it would be now, but it will be soon. It is called The Ultimate Life Map, a powerful guide to living your greatest dreams. Guys, check it out at theultimatelifemap.com. You can subscribe up there with your email address and be kept up to date with the release of that book. Other than that, guys, check it all out at thehiddenwire.com. Let me know what you think, and I would love to connect with you. Hear your thoughts, your comments, your questions, and anything else that you might wish to talk about at thehiddenwire.com. Cheers. Enjoy. G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hidden Wire podcast. My name is Lee Martinuzzi. Guys, today I want to talk on the topic of hate. It will be an upcoming blog post. But today I just wanted to talk on it. It helps me express it and really get some clarity around my thoughts on this topic of hate as well. But I really wanted to share some insights that I've gained uh, by doing a bit of research online here. I've been inspired by a TED Talk as well. So Sally Cohn um, did a great TED Talk titled, I believe, We All Hate. She's also got a book out, The Opposite of Hate. I haven't read yet, but she's going to be an upcoming guest on the show. So this is a, ra- a wait for me to just get some more clarity around what is hate and why it exists. And uh, in doing that, I can share it with you and hopefully inspire some further conversation, questions and thoughts as well. So again, connect with me at thehiddenwire.com. Leave your comments in the comments fields there. You can also reach me via email if you want to say anything directly or uh, social media, particularly Facebook Messenger is where you might be able to connect with me there as well. So what is hate? Well, guys... Hate is is a powerful force. It's an intense dislike for someone or something. And personally, in in the last few months, I've had a experienced quite a bit of hate um, boiling inside of me, and it's come due to a few significant events that have occurred in the last few months. And they've sort of occurred uh, mostly, I feel, external to what was in my direct control. But nonetheless, I am a part of that experience. And so there is um, a sense of responsibility I must take there as well. But when you you have that level of dislike for what has happened um, towards that event that's happened towards the people that have been involved, um, it does boil into hate and it can can produce some really 
bad thoughts. It can produce some bad speech and certainly some bad behaviors. And I, I suppose that is the consequence of hate and where it can take us. And certainly something that I can relate to in recent times. And I've had to really try and stay positive and stay focused and motivated and not allow those those thoughts of hate, uh, that hate to really be transformed into some expression um, externally. Because when that starts to happen, it is really limiting um, to the kind of life that we want to live. And certainly I'm quite a positive guy most of the time. Um, yes, I do talk on some deep and meaningful, sometimes even negative topics, but I try to stay really po- uh, positive. I try to stay on the ball. I try to do the good things, the good deeds, the good acts, um, because I believe that helps me personally move towards the goals that I want, but it also helps the others around me as well um, deal with what is going on in their lives. So when I feel these levels of hate, I notice, um, for me, most most noticeably is my self-behaviors and actions um, are not great. I mean, I, I don't do things that I should be doing that I know are good for me. Uh, and instead, I, I choose some unhealthy behaviors that certainly do me no favors in the long run as well. But hate does lead to um, certain thought patterns, which isn't great for your positive mindset. Um, and that's not going to help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Um, it's not great for your speech, you know, how you speak towards others, um, how that hate is then um, communicated. Uh, and express towards others, that certainly won't help because that'll affect your relationships and relationships are paramount um, for meaning in our life and paramount for our ability to progress continually in our life. Um, And certainly hate will produce actions, can produce actions um, that can be devastating not only to oneself but to the others around us as well, including um, that thing, that person, um, that event that we may hold hate towards. So it's really important and it does affect us all. Um, Sally Cohn um, marvelously said it in her TED talk is that we all hate um, and no one is is immune to this feeling of hate that comes up with inside us. So I had to start wondering, well, why do we hate and what what does it serve? Like what purpose does hate serve? And if you look at the fundamental need of life, it is to survive. That is our purpose. We, We are out there to survive. So what does that mean? Well, to survive, we are very self-focused, and it sounds almost selfish, but really, um, survival comes down to the individual being at the end of the day, the individual organism, and to it'll do whatever it can do to make sure it survives, to make sure it can reproduce its genes, to make sure it can live uh, and and really lead a, a long, long life. I mean, that is the selfish pursuit of life, um, and it's, it's something that I've been thinking about recently as well. But to do that, what we do is we form groups and we form a sense of belongingness. And I believe belongingness is a key, a fundamental need um, to all life. If we belong to a group, not only does it it, um, fulfill some intangible um, facets of our life, so it gives us a sense of meaning, it gives us a sense of belonging, a sense of purpose. Um, It helps our overall well-being. And there's actually been some scientific studies that said being part of a group and having that connectivity that social dimension to our life actually does help us live longer. So that's quite uh, important as well. Um, There are other things that are important of belonging to a group. And that is one, when we belong to a group, um, we feel our needs are going to be more well net. So food, water, shelter, shelter, things like that, definitely fundamental for our needs. But also the other uh, fundamentals, and they're the sort of intangibles that I was talking about before. We say that the feeling of connection with another, the, the love, the warmth that brings our lives, 
um, the sense of meaning. It gives us a sense of belonging. Um, it gives us a sense of identity, and that's really important as well. Um, a lot of say, you know, the, the thing that separates humans um, from other life forms, organisms, etc., is that we have this 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 brain that allows us to communicate and allows us to connect with one another on a social sort of level. And that sort of fundamental difference is something that perhaps will never be um, taken away from us. And that's quite um, intriguing in itself, I feel, that you know we can be um, outsmarted by computers in a lot of way and technology. Um, but one thing that um, perhaps they will never be able to master as well as us is that that ability to connect socially, to bond with others, to to really build and grow, you know, uh, quality relationships in our lives. I think that's something that's very powerful. So when it comes to um, our survival, being part of a group is really important, um, and that and that's what we all tend to do. We form these groups, and what we call our in group, uh, and then there's an out group. Now, for those that um, perhaps don't meet eye to eye, don't see eye to eye with how we see the world, perhaps the politics, opinions, beliefs, values, morals, um, the foundations of our culture, they may differ from our neighbours. And when that happens, that is when we can create a culture of hate. And I think Sally Coyne said it really well when she talked about um, where hate arises or the root cause of hate. Let me just find what I wrote here. Sally Cohn says that the primary motive behind hate is the notion that we are fundamentally good and that they are not. It is the root of hate. They are hateful and we are not. Um, so that's that's where it all comes down to is that we are good in our group. Um, we are good in our own personal individual life, in our, in our self, and that other person is not. So when there's those differences um, that, that may be paramount because someone else's upbringing is different to ours, someone else's beliefs is different to ours, um, the, the, the neighbour um, doesn't see eye to eye as we do with, with our politics or religious beliefs, um, perhaps it is our culture um, and our culture here in Australia doesn't seem eye to eye with the culture there over, over, the, over the waters in Southeast Asia. Whatever it might be, I mean, there's going to be always those differences between my group and their group. And if we believe our group is right, then we have to believe that their group is wrong uh, on some certain level if there is a difference in opinions, if there is a difference in beliefs. And then that is where hate really arises. So... I find that quite fascinating about hate. And then I look at hate um, from a psychologist's point of view, and they say that hate is sourced in a number of different ways. And number one, it can arise from a fear of others. And number two, it can arise from a fear of self. So as I just mentioned before, that you know those things, those opinions, beliefs, outside cultures um, that we perceive to be different from ours, we may perceive them to actually put threat on, on our tribe, on our self. And when that's the case, that's when we can produce this feeling of hate. Now, what I find fascinating is that, yeah, threat is important for our survival, but hate and differences in opinions, cultures, religious beliefs often aren't going to lead to a threat to our survival because hate is just an emotion and it doesn't actually lead anywhere. It only gets transformed once it goes from that emotion or feeling into some kind of thought and therefore from thought to action or behavior. And it's those behaviors um, that can be really, really threatening. Um, so hate is really not the problem. 
It's more what is a result of hate or hating someone or something else. If you look at hate, it can actually transform into, um, through our incorrect or undesirable behaviors, into emotional suffering, physical violence, or damage to property um, of, of someone else's. And it comes to us in, in a number of different forms, intimidation, bullying, harassment, force, violence, threat, hostility. Um, and really, it's, again, back to those fundamental points that something is different, uncommon, uncertain, scary, or not normal from our conditioned cultural state of being. And I think that is really important. So in, in summarizing all of that, I mean, we have a fear of others because someone else may threat, uh, threaten our existence. Um, our, our own personal space, um, but also the, the space of our culture, our group. Um, and we also may fear ourselves. So um, there's an interesting thing called projection or mirroring. And sometimes we hate others because something that we see in them, something we see in their thoughts or behaviors or speech is something that we actually know sort of exists or lurks beneath our surface, but uh, you know, lives within us. And when we see that, that produces a hate because we don't like that. We don't like it ourselves, um, so we therefore don't like it in the other person. And that can produce a hate as well. That's called, I believe, projection or mirroring um, that we see in others as well. So that's uh, really fascinating as well. So look, if, if we look at that, um, what I like is that if hate is a part of our culture, then we have the ability to change that culture. And all culture is, well, culture is said to be how we do things. So if how we do things is filled with hate, um, then how do we change that? Well, we can change it by how we do things. So when we feel hate, we can tackle it with something else. And the best method or the absolute opposite of hate is love. And love is one of those sources that has always united humanity. It's united us um, within our tribes, within our current group that we believe in, um, within our culture. That's brought us together. It's allowed us to connect. It's, it's developed that sense of belongingness, which is fundamental to our survival. So when there is another culture that comes to us or someone else that's a little bit different to us, rather than hating that person or that tribe or that group or that community, that culture, perhaps we can open arms and embrace them with some thoughts of, compassion, some empathy, some love, some kindness, some understanding, some, some openness, basically. I think those things are what's going to you know, help us dilute hate and try and raise love. And love, again, is what brings us together. It's what creates that sense of social belongingness. And that is actually what's really purposes, purposeful to our survival, not hate. Hate doesn't have a purpose of our survival. It's a perceived threat, I believe, to our self-survival or our group's survival from another or something else um, and not that real. And so that perceived threat, if that turns into behavior, then that's actually going to do more damage um, than it could or than we'd actually desire it to. So we need to start, I believe, with love. We need to start with empathy. And if we can look for that first within, if we can actually go inside and say, well, how about a bit of self-care, a bit of self-compassion, a bit of um, empathy towards you know, how we're living our life, a bit of kindness. Um, perhaps that will help us develop a little bit more love for, for those other aspects of our lives. When we feel 
um, that hate arise. You know, when I've had those recent experiences, if I practice a little bit more self-care and self-love and, and self-kindness and compassion, then perhaps when that hate, when those experiences, those things that happen that um, are, are much part out of my control, perhaps I'll be able to better control what's in my control with more ease, with more compassion, with more forgiveness and help that overcome hate and help me to move towards uh, a better sort of state of, of existence in, in any given moment. And I think once we can do that on the individual level, then we can really do that on the global level, on the cultural level as well, because when someone has um, a lot of self-care and self-compassion for who they are and how they exist and everything that they do, then they can actually go out there and influence others through how they, they live their lives. They can lead by example. And I think that's what we can all do to really help fight hate is just talk about things, talk about these differences. If hate comes up in a cultural conversation or in a, in a, in a chat with some friends down the bar, you know, perhaps we can talk about that and understand why that hate exists and what is the real threat of that hate um, and how perhaps could we better understand one another so we could move forward with compassion, with kindness, with love rather than with hate. So guys, that's my thoughts on the topic of hate today. I hope it gives you some thoughts on it as well, some insights perhaps. I would love to hear what you think. Jump onto thenwire.com, leave your comments in the comments fields there. I'm going to follow this up potentially in a couple of weeks with an episode on love and belonging. So guys, keep your eye out for that one as well. And until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.